Is it? Is it? Is it for the best? I mean, it's for the best in that it's December, and I feel like there's a lot going on, but very little of it is technology related. <laughs> Everything's related to technology, Dan. Oh, okay. If you try hard enough. guys buy a bunch of shit on uh black friday cyber monday i bought two things both of which were about 10 bucks <laughs> and one of them was only one of them was really tech related one of them was a cutting board because <laughs> you can never have too many good cutting <laughs> boards that's my feeling can't you no i don't think you can i don't I think, think you could like a really good could, one but I, I haven't hit that point you gotta, yet. You got to get to a pretty high number before yeah, you do. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I did buy a little charging unit for um, Joy-Cons for my Switch. Because we have four. Uh, good for you. And, uh, yeah. I should, oh, shoot. I should have done that. I mean, I think normal price was like, four now was like $15, John. <laughs> I paid yeah, like 11 I, It's too late now. It's too late now. I got to wait, wait until Prime Day. <laughs> <laughs> that is commitment, my friend. I, I refuse to pay that extra dollar. <laughs> it's funny because I don't even use my Switch Just, as much as I would like to. Uh, and... But like you know, can but I? But it kills you to think that you that one day you'd go and the yes, the controllers would be dead. That would be the worst, yeah. right? Like when you want to play something and you're like, oh, yeah. now I got to wait like half an hour to charge right. it. Yeah, no, that's that's no good. Right, it's no good anymore. Uh, the the thrill I, is I'm constantly training Liam on like, let's put the controllers in to charge it. <laughs> <laughs> after we're yeah. using it let's put them in or yeah. if we're going to use these two let's swap the other two in because we know we have four total and it's like, yes i'm with you i yeah. like that you have a charging stand Dan, good for you thank you thank you <laughs> i bought four google products and two amazon products wow oh my god look uh, at mr big spender over here yeah look at this guy <laughs> yeah but it was all, all, all relatively cheap i bought four new nest protects um their smoke alarm carbon monoxide detector thing because all of the smoke detectors do they actually work now is that <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah no i've been using some for like probably close to a year now all the smoke detectors in my house are expired you're supposed to replace them after 10 years so all the ones that aren't google's are expired mm, yeah. and since they're all supposed to be replaced <laughs> after 10 years and google's have to be replaced after 10 years i was like well if they're on sale for literally half off then i will replace all the rest so sounds like someone's in the, p- the pocket of big smoke protector <laughs> <laughs> big not being on fire big not being on fire right <laughs> well, <laughs> they double i, I barely a... i barely changed the batteries after 10 years <laughs> <laughs> and only then because it goes chirp at two o'clock in the morning i've probably told this story before but right after i moved into this apartment which was almost 10 years ago now i was cooking something in the broiler and you know it started setting off all the smoke detectors and so i was like oh great the first time in the apartment so i grab a chair i stand up on it i go you know pop up in the battery compartment on the smoke detector this is what we already always did at home was like oh if you're cooking just take the battery out put it back in when you're done it's fine uh so i took the battery out and the smoke alarm just kept going off. And I had this moment of being like standing, staring in the face of like a really loud smoke detector with a battery in my hand, just going like, what the fuck? How, is this? How do batteries work? How? Uh, because they're all hardwired and the batteries just to back up. 
but I yeah, did not yeah, know that at the time because I had just moved in, uh, right. and I was really just like, I, I, that was like almost to the point of tears. <laughs> I can't cook this thing. I'm burning things. Smoke alarms going up. I've got the door open. It's like the middle of the like. It's like April, cold day in and April. And then you have this moment of, have I made a horrible decision in acquiring this home? <laughs> There's got to be a better Dude, way. I left. I left. I never came back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just walked yeah. right out into the night. Just, yeah. As the as the house exploded behind you. Uh, those were my Google purchases. <laughs> was the four protects, and then I also got two Echo Show fives uh, wow. because they were ridiculously cheap. And I, I was thinking I could put one in the basement, one in my office. We used to say that Lex, that Lex paneled his bathroom. Didn't we used to say that Lex paneled his bathroom in iPads or something? That's I true. That's true. I I'm pretty sure right. it's. I'm pretty sure it's. It's Echoes now. I, 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 I knew that Lex bought day. two Echo Show fives though because Amazon told me. Bezos told you. Oh, geez, that's there's nothing wrong with that. That's not true. It didn't tell me, but that could have been true. Oh, okay. I thought maybe yeah. you, there was John some like, like, weird yeah, Amazon friend to... thing that I didn't know about. Like, <laughs> keep up on your friends' purchases. Yeah, have you not joined the Amazon Pals social network? It's the hottest <laughs> no. new social network. <laughs> Are you not in the Amazon? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'd rather be in the actual Amazon than in the Amazon. <laughs> I also happen to have uh, an Android phone in my pocket right oh, now. Man, I have no um, idea. What, I have no idea what podcast I'm on Get the fuck out anymore. of here. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's not one that I bought. It's not one that I own. It is, it is a loaner yeah. for three days. Why is it in your pocket? Because the... <laughs> <laughs> that question in retrospect is weirder than it was supposed to sound. It's, yeah, but. that came out. That came out odd. But, but I'm going to double down. Why I the think, fuck is it in okay. your pocket, Lex? I think we talked about on this show my Apple Watch warning me about my heart rate. Didn't oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so uh, I've done various tests, and my heart is, oh, is great. This a I have heart, heart monitor? of a twenty-something year old man, but I'm wearing a heart monitor for three days that they stuck on me today. Uh-huh. I am not convinced they successfully paired it. <laughs> like oh. I have the phone; it's not locked. When I look, I see nothing in the app. <laughs> like it just says "na." But hopefully, they know more than I do about it. And I'm just choosing not to think about it. Because worst case, I just have to wear a sticker for three days again. My mother has done this before. And I remember she had like a Samsung or something at the time when she had to wear it, which was much better because she used to, she's had like a congenital heart problem. So she, uh, she used to have to wear it back before they could do like the smartphone ones where it was like a, literally this crazy halter that you would like, and you had to like clip a yes. thing on your belt that was like the size of like a cassette tape recorder. Yeah, it was yes, a mess. Yeah. Hank had Lauren had to do that when she was pregnant, actually, at one point. Oh, geez. But yeah, now it's literally just a sticker and then a phone in my pocket that is possibly connected to that sticker. <laughs> is it possible that we can reverse engineer this in a way that we can deliver an electric shock to legs? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was wondering, what about all the other Bluetooth devices? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's a good question. That a I good just question. want to see if I can get the Apple Watch walkie-talkie. Well, you couldn't, you couldn't just pair. You couldn't just pair it to your fridge. <laughs> <laughs> so can you get your mail on this phone or? <laughs> We wanted to see how your heart rate reacts when you get uh, news alerts from the New York Times. So we're mapping the notification <laughs> oh delivery. Yeah, 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 yeah. Show me that. Show me that election night <laughs> New York Times <laughs> needle, <laughs> and then ask me about my heart rate. <laughs> uh, well, that's you know that's uh, it for technology. <laughs> Mr. Moltz, did you buy anything? I bought two shirts. Nice. That's what I bought. Form of technology. That was it. Is it <laughs> not the ones that I bought? It's not, but okay. I also I also bought a splitter. 
if we're talking about electronic things. There you like, go. Uh, the fish tank needed a heater, so there wasn't enough outlet space anymore. So I, I bought a splitter thing. Mm. Okay. You know, not a power strip. But it felt like it, it felt like my Twitter stream this time was was much more like was was very schizophrenic on uh, on Black Friday because half half of it was people talking about how horrible Black Friday was, and then half of it was, was you know certain people. In, I saved seventeen dollars in the media saying go 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 get this great deal. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I I make the same mistake every Black Friday and Cyber Monday, which is that I turn on tweet notifications for wire cutter deals oh no oh no (laughs) i have not yet turned it off so i literally am still getting notifications all day and i read most of them aloud to people who are near me like hey do do you need uh, because most of it is the randomest and like the wire cutter thinks like oh it's three dollars less than usual which is the cheapest it's ever been this is a great deal and i'm like i'm only interested if i'm saving at least forty (laughs) dollars like i don't care that it's half price if it was seven dollars to begin with give me give me a real deal and uh reading them aloud is just like pure comedy literally 100 percent of the time um, because they're all ridiculous. Uh, I, I'm not appreciative of what they do, but like the variant of their budget pick for the best robot vacuum is back down to 170. Great, okay. But sometimes it's like our best dog DNA testing kit is down to $220, the best price we've seen. The, the best price for a dog DNA product is zero dollars because don't buy one. <laughs> by the way, this episode is brought to you by Dog DNA Testing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did one of those, and it just turned out my dog was 100% a dog. <laughs> I was, gonna, I was thinking you did it on yourself. <laughs> I am also I couldn't 25% afford, dog. I couldn't it's afford uh, 21 and me. What is it? Is it 21 and me? And me? <laughs> what the hell is it called? 23 and me. 23, 23 and me. 253 and me. <laughs> is that like if you decide you can't, like, healthcare, man, and the costs are outrageous? I just go to a vet. I just go to a vet every day. <laughs> 21 and me is a great name for one of the uh like the portable iPhone connected uh alcohol level detectors. Oh, I see. I was thinking right. some sort of gambling app or something. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's fine. Uh yeah, I, I agree with you, Alex. There's a lot of things that I looked at and it was like this thing is down like ten dollars or something, and I was like, Oh man, that's a good deal. And then I would stop and do the like, do I actually need this? And if I do need it, am I willing to pay that extra ten dollars? And I was like, Yeah, probably. I'm not gonna buy it right now. <laughs> I don't even I don't even I, get those um those deals on the uh app store cards, you know, like iTunes gift oh, cards. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Where, yeah, where you get like you get one for eighty dollars that's a hundred worth a hundred dollars. I am like, still gonna do those because I always I always feel like if I have that, I'm gonna treat it like it's like monopoly money. Yeah. And but if I have a, if I have an eighty dollar you know, hundred dollar credit on the app store, I'm just gonna like go oh hey i just I already spent it why not use it right because you, you you you're then you're locked in right like you have spent yeah. that money and it's like i right. feel i feel weird like even though i might spend that much money in a year easily uh i still have the option of not spending that money yeah right right <laughs> whereas right. if You're i buy it all up front uh it's mm-hmm. done that, that money has been spent yeah I once did a, a giant one, like probably two or three years ago, that I think Dan Frakes probably tweeted about. Like, PSA, here's a way you can get $200 of iTunes gift cards for $197. I'm sure it was better than that, but like it was it was barely any point. It was probably 20 bucks savings, and I did it. And to my credit, I didn't spend it all at once. It took a long time, but I never gave any thought to the apps that I bought. Or whatever I'm around. Like, it was like, yeah. oh, I got this one. Yep, it's free. So, like, yeah, right. it, it, exactly. took, it took a reasonable amount of time, but it, it vastly uh, decreased my uh, evaluation process for should I get this app? <laughs> and that was not good. So, I will never do it again. Yeah. 
I guess does that stuff and that probably doesn't work towards uh, subscriptions, right? At least certain subscriptions. I believe it does. I guess if you, if you have in-app subscriptions, it probably works for that, but it doesn't yes. probably work for like your iCloud storage and other stuff like that. And, Actually, and, I think and, it did and, pull from and, my uh, iCloud storage. Maybe, yeah, but and what about Arcade? I mean, stuff, that I don't know. It, it, yeah. It's got to be stuff that gets charged through the iTunes and App Store, which is still a different... Not everything gets charged through that particular yeah. vector. It's a little <clears throat> yeah. weird. I mean, and that's something I've actually thought for a while that like Apple needs to. I, I'm just surprised that like they haven't sort of merged Apple Pay and the iTunes App Store in terms of how that works. Yeah. Especially now that you can use the Apple Card in iTunes, where it's yeah. like oh, that's just very confusing. Why do you have all of these things? Yeah, just start the Apple tithing program and get it over with. That's right. That's right. I mean, that's what. That's why I get a new phone every year, right? <laughs> I have a, a question for you guys or a complaint for you guys about the Apple Card. But before we do that, I want to welcome back an advertiser of the show who hasn't been with us in a long, long time, but they are back now, and I am thrilled. But this episode of The Rebound is brought to you by Backblaze, the unlimited cloud backup for Macs and PCs that starts at just $6 a month with no gimmicks and no add-ons. Uh, if you listen to the show, you are likely a computer user. And if you use a computer, <laughs> at some point it has <laughs> crashed or will crash again, and you will lose stuff. Uh, I don't know who among us hasn't had the experience of losing something horrible. The last time I truly lost data in a way that was painful to me was in college. It was just the quintessential writing a paper had literally, it was probably Claris works, <laughs> <laughs> paper had literally never hit save, and then there's a power failure and you lose all of it. Um, Computers are better than they were when I was in college in the 1800s, uh, but uh, you still want to back up your files. You're going to lose stuff. Uh, have, have either of you guys ever had data disasters? Oh, yeah. I definitely have had it. I've lost... Uh, I made. Uh, I had a couple big files that had a lot of world-building information from books I was working on, and I stored them somewhere, oh, and I lost all of it, and it still makes me sad to this very day. I don't want to talk about mine. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> Backblaze can back up... All the files on your computer. Backblaze backs up documents, music, photos, videos, drawings, projects, everything that's important to you. Sometimes you need access to a file on the go. You can use their easy mobile apps to access all of your data anywhere in the world, even from your phone. I have literally done that. It works great. Uh, and Backblaze has backed up more than 750 petabytes and counting. That is the equivalent of 750 million gigabytes. These guys know what they're doing. They know storage. They buy all the hard drives on Black Friday, I'm guessing. But you should be backing up your stuff, people. <laughs> So this is what I need you to do. Go to backblaze.com slash rebound for your fully featured 15-day free trial and to make sure that they know you heard about them on the rebound. That's backblaze.com slash rebound. Do it today. Thanks to Backblaze, uh, not only for saving us from countless data disasters, but also for their support of this show. Uh, I am grateful to Backblaze. I uh, have been a Backblaze customer for years, and I appreciate uh, the, the not fearing losing my data. I will say, uh, uh, I this is you know ancillary to that. I was trying to find a place to back up my Synology um, to a cloud so that I could have an offsite backup for it. And Backblaze has a cloud storage setup that's like um, like AWS or something like that, where you can just store data. Uh, and they have a pretty good client uh, or, or ability to hook that up to Synology. So I've been slowly backing up like all of my Synology to that, and it's wicked cheap. Like. Because I'm not downloading new, like, to restore stuff constantly, uh, it only charges you for, like, bandwidth and, um, like, what you upload. And, like, I think I'm paying, like, a few bucks so far. So it's pretty great. And, and it's, it's a great way to, like, make sure I have everything backed up. Yeah. 
Big fan. Oh, so okay. Here's my Apple Card complaint for you guys. Um, I remember when Apple first added, and this is going to take you back. When Apple first added saving credit cards to like Safari, and it could fill in your credit card for you. I remember Jason Snell wrote about it for MacWorld and complained that it wouldn't save your CVV code. And I think it's funny that it's 2019 and still every website explains what the CVV code is, even though I feel at this point, everybody knows what it is. But So I'm not going to explain it. Figure it out. Uh, but uh, Apple wouldn't save it. And Jason was like, why don't you save it? And Apple's like, well, that's the industry standard that we're not supposed to save it. So that you have to know. And Jason's point was, well, if it's going to save everything else, why can't it just save that too? If it can have the actual number and the expiration date and your name on the card, like why can't it have that? And for Apple Card, it does save and autofill the CVV code. And that's bullshit. <laughs> I want a lawsuit just on that. I want my CVV code filled in for all of my things did you have to say so, did that's it, it has an on mine did you have to set that someplace uh no it just does because i it, i still I, have to prevent it and that's like for a while i had to keep looking it up i had to keep like figure, well what the hell's the code and then and like and then i grab my wallet and i'm like oh wait it's not in my wallet <laughs> it's on my phone <laughs> and then i'm like i gotta go tap here tap here where, where the hell is it and now i just know it so it's not a big deal yeah, I will, so it only fills it in for me if it's you know like when when you can press the button that's like you know you know when that little pop-up comes up and yeah. with the touch id computer yeah it, it fills in the whole thing i i will say i i store i also keep my credit card stuff stored in one password and there there is a fair a, a field for the cvv so i just put it in there and usually look it up in there but yeah i agree it does seem weird i i don't remember because i i don't buy a lot of stuff with the apple card where i'm putting in the number yeah i i've done that very rarely so i can't i can't remember if it popped it in for me or not I oh, I've finally found a use for the Apple Card, which is that I use it to buy gifts, uh, so that they won't show up on the credit card that I share with other people. <laughs> well, so here's the oh. thing: here's my gripe about it, and I like it a lot. But like, I'm using it for a combination of things because I so I had a, a card that I use for work purposes, and I still use that for some stuff where it's like booking a hotel for a work trip or whatever. But I've been I switched all the Apple stuff to the Apple Card so I could get the cash back. And so now it's a mix mm-hmm. of business and personal purchases. Yeah. And I like, I wish mm-hmm. I could filter. I wish I could tag things. I wish all credit right. cards basically had that ability because then I would just have fewer credit cards. Um, but it's, yeah, it, it, I know, I know. It's, <laughs> but it's a thing I've wanted to do for years too on the iTunes store with, and to, to sort of circle back to what we were talking about a minute ago, where it's like you can only store one credit card in the iTunes store. So if I wanted to make a business purchase, versus a personal purchase there was no alternative yeah. to just be like charge this app to this credit card like i mean that's easy on amazon right like if i buy stuff on amazon i can choose if i'm which of my stored cards i'm going to use it seems annoying and bullshitty that apple doesn't let you do that on itunes or in the apple card i wish there were a way to do that yeah so uh in other tech news this i'm playing the role of dan Morton today who usually comes with all the tech topics <laughs> yeah please uh which one of you is buying the uh, the Cybertruck? Which one of you the is going to get the Cybertruck? <laughs> John, John Sui. Oh, yeah, I it's thought John. that we were going to go with the Mac Pro, but that's you know equally expensive and uh, and completely the Mac impossible. Pro of cars. <laughs> John, John, yeah, you... buying a Cybertruck full of Mac Pros. <laughs> Lex, you sometimes every... is just throwing out titles. Uh, Lex, you're, you're you're a Tesla <laughs> customer owner. I I own, I own two different models of Tesla. Yeah, so Cybertruck. For you, Cybertruck? Uh, no. I, so I'm curious what you guys think, because it feels very polarizing, more so than as, as polarizing as Elon Musk himself. Uh, I think it looks ridiculous. 
but some people think it looks fantastic. And what I, because I belong to a couple of Tesla groups, I have seen people saying like, at first I hated it, but then 10 minutes later I pre-ordered it. Uh, or people <laughs> saying, after a few days, now I love it. Um, I definitely liked it more when I saw an article about it just yesterday. I'm not in the market for pickup truck. I have, I'm not going to get that car. But where at first I was like, man, that's really ugly. Now I think, hmm, maybe it's not ugly. But I'm curious, what do you guys think? I, my favorite thing about it so far was the video, uh, and we'll have to put a link to this, where somebody put it in the old N64 GoldenEye game. <laughs> it's kind of amazing. <laughs> Elon Musk is also in there in a really, really terrible rendered model. Uh, I, I don't, I've never owned a pickup truck. I don't see myself ever needing to own a pickup truck. It kind of looks like what a someone thought a futuristic car looked like in a 1990s science fiction movie. Uh, but whatever. I mean, I, I think he's proved at this point that the people who are going to buy Teslas are going to buy Teslas regardless of what anybody else thinks. So I, I'm not sure. I, the The thing that I thought was hilarious was the glass demo, which, of course, they did explain later. But if you didn't see it, it basically involved somebody throwing essentially what like like a steel ball bearing the size of a baseball at the window, which they claimed was basically shatterproof. And of course, it immediately shattered. It shattered like and then crazy, they did yeah. it again. So, and it also broke again. There, there were many things that I enjoyed about this. I happened to tune into the live stream just before all that happened. So I got to see it live. Um, and first they're just, you know, they're showing impact from an overhead view of here's our glass and here's regular cars glass. And they show, look, ours is better. And then they, you know, do various other things. And then he brings up this guy from the Tesla team to, as you said, throw this baseball sized ball bearing at it and it smashes. And Elon drops an F-bomb, which already had me laughing because, uh, that is something that jobs never did on stage. <laughs> and, um, and Tim Cook, I don't know if he's ever said the F word. That's but right. So then Elon Musk the, took the ball bearing and threw it at one of his engineers in the audience. <laughs> no, but he goes to the Kill engineer. And goes, try, he goes to the engineer and goes, try the back window. And the guy's like, really? <laughs> like, he's like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, yeah, it'll be fine. And of course, it smashes too. And I swear I thought it was scripted. Like, I swear. This like, oh, so this is a fake truck. And now they're going to bring out the real truck. But no, <laughs> it, just, it played as such scripted comedy. And it killed me. Every time I think of it, I laugh. The thing that I saw some people say, which I think there's something to this, is that it it at least is an unusual design. It's a design that nobody else is using. (laughs) And it's a, you know, it's very different. And I think, and this is one of my criticisms of the current line of Teslas is they don't, I mean, they look, they look nice, but they don't look different than most cars. They look roughly the same from oh, how, like, as, how, as you're driving down the street. As you're driving down the street, I don't think they look like demonstrably better design wise than an Audi or something. I else. want to know how oh, different they yeah. should look. Do you think they should have three wheels? Should there be a wheel on top? <laughs> should they? <laughs> 18 wheels are, you know, get the fuck out. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I mean, I always notice Tesla's because I do think they look they have a very specific do- design language. And I think that's fine. I agree. They don't look like totally different from other cars but i think that's kind of the point right you, you do want it to blend a little bit because i feel like until now yeah well that's the question is when you <laughs> see these things driving around eventually and i assume like every other tesla they will be years late in delivering them um yeah. i i just i feel By like then all cars will look like that yeah that's right well i just be sitting there wondering like oh batman's here with his pickup truck <laughs> i don't think you'll really wonder that i might <sighs> i mean i think just, i think i think you're pulling just, our leg. i might just the things they talk about 
um, about like you know it's towing capacity and what like I don't know anything about pickup trucks. <laughs> this is this, I am not in the market with this one. I heard from you know because my friends know that I happen to own two cars from that company. They're like, uh, I don't say the name around Dan because he says it's really for me. But uh, I I uh, this one just doesn't doesn't do it for me. But I guess neither of you is going to get it either. Oh well, no. <laughs> I am not in the market. I wanted to ride in the back. <laughs> Call me when there's an Apple pickup truck. <laughs> You can only tow apples in it, though. That's the thing. <laughs> and Mac Pros. If Apple did make a car, I bet it would use Touch ID to start. Um, oh, uh, mm. just a pro tip for Tesla owners. I accidentally took two sets of keys when I went on a trip this past weekend, Thanksgiving weekend. And um, one of them was in my suitcase. And so when we were going to Hershey Park for the day, I realized, oh, my suitcase that's deep in the trunk has deep in it my backup pair of keys. And since it's, you know, just a whatever you call it, presence key that means that anybody could walk up to my car and unlock it and then drive away with it which would not be great uh and so i cleverly remembered that uh the tesla has a built-in uh pin to drive option which i enabled while we were at hershey park that day so that even if somebody opened my car and took all the stuff out of it they couldn't drive the car itself away because they wouldn't know my pin which was one two three four five (laughs) same as go to my luggage but they could have stolen all your all your stuff Yes, they would have to know that that car happened to be unlocked and they pushed on it, whatever. Sure. And yeah, uh, it had sentry mode on, so it literally has like the big red eye from uh, Space Odyssey <laughs> staring at you on the screen if you approach the car. So, yeah. Anyway, you okay. know what you should buy because it feels like a steal. <laughs> that's a that's a segue. <laughs> Indochino was founded on the belief that you don't need to spend a fortune on a custom wardrobe. Basically, every day at Indochino is 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 like the excitement of Cyber Monday. Uh, I own. Uh, three Indochino suits. The one I wore most recently, a black suit with purple lining that I just friggin' loved. Got compliments on all over my daughter's bat mitzvah from such people as my daughter and my dad. Uh, a custom suit that reflects your personal style. What could be better? Literally nothing. Like It is the greatest thing in all of humanity. Indochino is the world's largest made-to-measure menswear brand. They make suits, shirts, coats, and more. Just choose your fabric and everything is made to your exact measurements for a great fit. You can get measured and design your suit at your nearest Indochino showroom or do it all yourself online at Indochino.com. You even get to personalize every single detail, including your lapel, lining, and your own monogram. The best part is that they're affordable. Almost all of their custom clothing is under $400. You can start your style upgrade right now with $30 off your total purchase of $399 or more at Indochino.com and enter the promo code REBOUND at checkout. And shipping is free. That's Indochino.com, promo code REBOUND, for $30 off your total purchase of $399 or more. It's an incredible deal for made-to-measure clothing. You really have no excuse anymore to wear clothing that doesn't fit. I genuinely, sincerely endorse Indochino suits and all their other stuff because made-to-measure is awesome. My feeling is once you go custom, you never go back. So I just wanted to share that with our listeners. <laughs> never is there another bust. way to say that, Lex? Maybe? Is there... <laughs> it's custom or bust Dan. That's what it is. It's custom or bust I wanted to ask you guys a question circling back to something that I mentioned before, and that is uh, Apple Arcade. Mm. And whether or not you guys are actually still subscribed and uh, if, you, if you find you're using it. Because I am still subscribed, but I am finding that I have to remind myself to go use it because I feel like I'm maybe not getting my money's worth out of it right now. I am. Uh, I'm. I'm with you, John. I also am still subscribed, but I haven't played anything on Apple Arcade in a while. And I started up a bunch of games and sort of like tried them for you know ten minutes or something, and was just like, yeah, 
That's fine. I, maybe it's just I haven't been in a game-playing mood or something. I'm not sure. Like, there, there seem to be plenty of attractive titles to do. Uh, but yeah. I, I just, yeah, I don't know. Nothing has grabbed me since right. that sort of initial onslaught. And I, yeah. I did notice that there, and I think it's by the same, I'm trying to find it right now, but there's a um, an updated, like, uh, remember the old game Marble Blast? Yeah. yeah. Which used to come installed on iBooks, I believe. Oh, Back yeah. Okay. Day. I remember this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's an updated. It looks exactly, almost exactly the same. I mean, it's the graphics are better and everything, but uh, it. Uh, and I think they they got. I want to say that that they got trolled by somebody, you know, by some patent or uh, copyright troll, and they had to change the name. That sounds um, that sounds plausible. Yeah, I, I'm not positive about that, but anyway, the, so the name is uh, Marble It Up. Um, <laughs> so i i downloaded it yesterday <laughs> and i haven't had a chance to play it yet um which is you know sort of typical of how my uh, <laughs> experience with apple arcade is going right you know now. i will say i do feel like i came across the other day i was talking with a friend about a game i wish was on maybe we've talked about this before too but maybe i wish it was on ios and possibly apple arcade which is man bring back escape velocity oh yeah uh, right. there's a there's a pretty good clone out there called Endless Sky that came out a few years back that is, you know, pretty much a homage to Escape Velocity. But mm-hmm. man, I love that game so much and it kind of felt like I, I'm sad that it doesn't exist in a form that I can easily play it these days. Yeah. Agreed. I think that Apple does itself a disservice with the Apple Arcade in part because I don't love the way you browse the games in the store. I also would love a place where I could just go and see all of my installed Apple Arcade games. It feels mm. like they should want them to be more prominent on your phone, on your phone, so you think about them more. I get the counter argument, like, hey, maybe I'll just forget about it and keep subscribed, but that doesn't really feel like Apple's business model. Yeah. I, I literally, it's funny that you brought this up, Dan, because this morning I announced to Liam, I think we're going to cancel our Apple Arcade subscription because we're really only playing what the golf, and uh, I'll miss what the golf, but. It's okay. Um, and, of course, Liam heavily protests. He's saying he loves what the golf yeah, is in, and we couldn't possibly. Um, yeah, I don't think Hank's don't playing anything either. I don't think Hank is not playing any of the games, but I think if I suggested to him that we cancel the subscription, he would have a fit. <laughs> so, but I, I, Never I'm cancel any subscriptions canceling. ever. I think, I think yeah, yeah, games in general for me have been something that, like, they uh i definitely spend less time on now than i used to uh i was playing i have been playing like a game on my xbox i signed up for um the game pass on my xbox because there was a way to essentially sign up for it for they had it for like a dollar a month but moreover if you signed up for it in a certain way it would add that on to any prepaid time you already had on your like just xbox live subscription and since I was paid up mm. through like next year, six next July or something, I basically get it free through then, and then like a dollar a month for a month after that or something. It was it's a weird little like loophole thing, but it was it was supported. Like they're like, yeah, you can do this, and it'll extend your subscription. And I was like, yeah, there's literally no reason not to sign up for it. It's a bunch of games I can download and play, and I'm not paying anything for it. <laughs> so I've been using that, but like I haven't been playing a lot of games on my iPhone or iPad recently. And there's some that I've been meaning to, like I still have Sky sitting there, which is by the the folks who made Journey, which people say is really good. And I think that just Apple had its little event this week to talk about apps and games. Um, And I think that got an award of some kind that they were giving random, random awards that they were giving out. Um, Yeah, that was a weird. I didn't really pay a lot of attention to it, but 
It's very strange. No, either. Do you see? The, did you see the awards that they gave out? Like the physical objects. Yeah. They had. Well, like, I didn't see the physical ones. I just saw that they announced the, the awards. They had like silicone, silicon etched awards or something. Like they were like little wafers uh, of of like silicon of some variety. It was very strange. I don't know why they did it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they did that either. But they're probably going for the awards awards to get rewarded mm. for the greatest awards. Yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. Mm. Given out by the awards industry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn that big award! <laughs> big awards. <laughs> uh yeah i haven't played a lot of these there's been some i've been meaning to play like people have been talked about this game um uh return of the Oberdin, which is like a puzzle game that's been out for a couple years that has kind of a classic mac feel to it that's a game that has been on my list to play but i just haven't gotten Mm. around to it um yeah sky like i said uh gris i think was pretty good yeah anyways a lot of games i like to play but i feel like less take less a drink time. every time you think dan is making up a name of a game just <laughs> sayonara sayonara wild hearts you know <laughs> it's a real game i played a little bit of that it w- didn't i mean it was good but it wasn't mm, super compelling for i some didn't reason. care about the gameplay that was the thing like I, the, the music yeah. seemed cool i found the gameplay boring and so i i yeah, for me the games where people talk about how great the the sonic experience of it is are often wasted on me because if i'm at home i if I'm playing games, I have to like sneak it or else my kids are going to come up behind me and want to see what I'm doing. And this can be annoying. And if I play on the bus, I'm typically listening to a podcast at the same time. So I need games where I don't have to hear them to be able to play them. Mm-hmm. Which, Because so, Dan was saying he doesn't play games on his phone. I play, play games on my phone five days a week uh, when I'm commuting while doing other stuff at the same time. But like if it's an overly involved game, I don't have the patience for it right now. Because I know I'm going to get interrupted 50 times on the bus ride by texts and emails and that sort of thing. I was going to say the um biggest, apparently the biggest app the biggest game to be downloaded this year was Mario Kart Tour the Nintendo oh, right. one and I played that for you know 20 minutes or something when it first came out but it like it was so replete with like microtransaction bullshit mm-hmm. that like I I love Mario Kart I love yeah. Mario Kart and even well, most most downloaded does not mean best yes that's fair that's a good point um i mean yeah it it was that was such a disappointing version of that game i found so Mm -hmm. i don't know i want to know the most played games on ios that would be cool yeah Yeah. that would be interesting i don't know how they figure that kind of thing out somebody has that data but then i don't know i don't know that i I want them to know that (laughs) yeah i want them to know how bad i am at certain games (laughs) my my most played game on the apple tv is re-entering my password (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my most played game on the apple tv is the thing where you have to go to a website to reactivate the the oh. subscription for something <laughs> type in a code and then enter uh-huh. your password that's also fun that's a great game mm-hmm. is the worst game ever <laughs> <laughs> there was uh some problems with the 13 inch macbook pro shutting down unexpectedly and Apple's troubleshooting steps for this were kind of hilarious because they literally involve... All right, I'm going to go through this for you. This is, this is the MacBook Pro 13-inch from 2019. If it randomly turns off while it still has a charge, these steps might help. One, if your, battery Mac, if your MacBook Pro's battery is less than 90% charged, continue to step two. If your battery is more than 90% charged, use your computer until the percentage drops below 90%, then continue step two. Two, connect your Mac wow. to its power adapter. Three, quit all open applications. Four, close your computer's lid, which puts your Mac into sleep mode. Five, let your Mac charge for at least eight hours. And six, after eight <laughs> hours, update to the latest version of Mac OS. 
What the Good hell? Lord. Yeah, I don't know why that that seems weirdly both specific and kind of general at the same time. But yeah, that seems very bizarre. This it's is I guess there's some sort of sensor is what I read that was going awry, and that's kind of a way to recalibrate it. But yeah, leave your computer charging for eight hours. I mean, I guess overnight you can do that, but it, like it, that seems like a huge pain. Yeah, that seems like that seems like the kind of thing that you put out when you're stalling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's kind like that. it's a, like make something that's really complicated and and takes a lot of time, and then put that out there and say that well, the, you you have to you have to jump. It's like you must be this tall to ride this ride. <laughs> you have to jump through this ridiculous hoop in order to keep complaining about this problem. <laughs> Because every time somebody calls, they're going to say, "Did you do this?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a great point. And if you if you haven't done it, then sorry, you know we can't we make, can't call help us you. back in eight hours. <laughs> yeah, right. Call us in another two days. Uh, yeah, that's always a pain. Um, uh, I'm having problems with my CarPlay uh, situation, which I was talking about oh, on Twitter yeah, earlier, and. Uh, there's a mix of of responses, some of none of which are actually helpful because it's not like anybody there actually has the power to fix anything. Um, but a lot of people are like, "I haven't had any problems," which is <laughs> <laughs> that's always helpful. Cool, good for you. In every I'm really circumstance. glad. <laughs> I this is, is maddening, and I can't figure out what's causing it, and it seems to be very intermittent. But I'm wondering also if the cold weather has something to do with it. Like, I'm not sure why. Maybe there's a loose connection. Whatever. But it really just, like, I'll plug in CarPlay, I'll start driving, and then it will just, you know, about a minute later, it will reboot the head unit. Like, black screen, splash screen comes back, it'll come up again, and then it will just keep doing that every minute or so. And I was like, this is (laughs) literally unusable, Mm -hmm. Uh, which pisses me off because I quite like CarPlay, and the last thing I want to be doing when I am driving my car is fiddling with the stupid technology that doesn't work because that was the whole promise of what CarPlay was supposed to prevent. Yeah, I think I put my CarPlay ambitions on hold for now. Mm -hmm. I I was for a minute, for a while, well, about a minute, a little longer than a minute, I was toying with the idea there's you can get these these Bluetooth adapter things that so if you get a cheap Android tablet, you can basically turn it into a CarPlay head unit because there's an app on Android that will somehow mimic the CarPlay interface. Uh, and I don't know how that works, but uh, you get this app and then you connect the Bluetooth thing to it and the Bluetooth thing connects to your phone. And this has like a lot of work, John. Yeah. It does. It all, that was the, that was the other, <laughs> that was the other problem with it. It does sound like a lot of work. And I also couldn't exactly figure out like, okay, so how do you plug in? Cause you'd have to plug in the Android tablet as well and if this bluetooth thing is plugged into the android's power port i couldn't figure out the the permutations there but um but apparently it's a relatively cheap way to get a carplay head unit in your car because you can get you can use a like a amazon fire tablet to do this which they are very weird you know giving away very very weird. and then you just have to buy it and then you just have to buy the dongle oh yeah you got to buy the dongle you go. Oh yeah, they you make know, you buy the dongle. If you can't find the dongle in the room, it's probably you. It's probably you. <laughs> you know, I googled for that uh, MacBook battery article on Apple's site just to see if it had the word Pungle in it somewhere to see if Chris Breen wrote. 
dead giveaway. <laughs> was was that a thing that Chris Breen would put in so just to see if people had read it? Yep. Chris I mean, it's an actual word, Breen. but like Chris Breen is the only person who uses it. Love the word pungal. 